Five, four, three, two, and one, and Will. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School, New School podcast. I am Will Charles Egan, and as always, Chris Meekins. We're still here. We're still here. We made it uh, two episodes now into the new year. And if you like this content, be sure to scroll down, hit that like button, hit the little subscribe button. And then right next to the subscribe button, there's a little bell. Go ahead and tap that bell so you can be notified every single time that there is a new episode. Bing, 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 bing. It does make a little bing, bing, bing sound. Does it? it? No, I lied. <laughs> It'd be cool if it did. But we're so glad that you're here. What are we talking about today, Chris? Uh, we're we're uh, going to uh, talk about servant of all. Mm. So it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty easy explanation. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty simple. Straightforward. Yeah. So uh, it, in John 13, 3 and 4, it says, Jesus mm. knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and he was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into the ba- a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, mm. drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. And And when I think of this, I'm like, you know, being a baller, you think mm-hmm. you think, don't I have people? Right. Don't I have people that are gonna like yes. serve me because I'm me. so freaking awesome? Right. Because I'm the baller here. I've got my people around me that do things for me. Right. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about Jesus is he turned everything on its head. Everything. Everything. Like even women. Yeah. I mean, he was he was the best at taking the social norms and then completely rearranging them. Like the very first person that he explained the gospel to and that he revealed that he was the Messiah was a woman, the woman at the well. Right. That was the very first time that he ever, and back then, you know, socially, if a woman that was outcast like her, you wouldn't speak to her, especially if you were a, you know, rabbinic teacher like Jesus. And he said, no, I'm going to take this social norm and flip it on its head. Watch this. Watch this. Yeah. And he, he came to serve everybody, to speak to the, the lowly, the poor, the meek, the humble, that was his whole ordeal. And so to emulate him, like we're called to do, we have to be a servant of all. So there was another verse that we had talked about prior mm-hmm. to this. Yes. What was it? Mark? 9.35? Yeah, Mark 9.35. If you want to be the first, then you have to then be a servant of all. If you want to be first in the kingdom of heaven, okay. how do you do that? Well, here on earth... During your time here, you have to be a servant of all. So you have to be the least. That and that's sense. against everything. Right. You never, you would think, well, I got to work my lay up the, you know, the corporate ladder or I've got to climb up some sort of social rungs. But nah, Jesus is like, no, you have to start at the bottom and you have to stay at the bottom. And, and the funny thing is the higher you, um, I don't want to say get mm-hmm. in life. Right the more you need to be a servant. They talk right. about um, sure. servant leadership, like in a yes. business. Yes, um, Which I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. It's like, sure. oh, wait a minute. I'm paying these people to work for uh-huh. me, and now I'm going to work for... What is that definition? Mm-hmm. What, so right. what is it like at work, or what is it like yeah. at church? I'm like, oh, I'd really like to, you know... Be important. I mean, sure. that's. I, doesn't everybody just want to be value? Do, yes. do we do we mix it up with value and importance? Right. I think yeah. The distinction there is I don't want to. Some people do, but I don't want to necessarily be important. I want to be valued. I want to be recognized. 
I think everybody on earth wants to some degree to be valued okay. by either one individual or by multiple people. But everybody, everybody deep down wants that. So that's a totally normal thing to feel. I, um, I, th- I think it, ch- so let's just talk about the uh, church world. Let's talk mm-hmm. about being involved in the body right. yeah. of Christ. I, I always feel like someone needs to clean up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone needs to eat last. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to make sure that everybody eats, like at yeah. a function. And so sure. I try to do uh, like my men's breakfast. I'm like, well, here's here's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to serve you guys. I'm going to get someone that's going to teach that's yes. really kind of like knows how to teach. Mm-hmm. There's people with the teaching gift. I'm not saying right that I don't make sense all the time. <laughs> Just when you don't though. <laughs> I know. Uh, but there's people with a teaching gift. And mm-hmm. why would I try to teach when I really have a serving gift? Mm. So uh-huh. so it's easy for me. And it, when I think when you're working in your giftedness, right. so, so one of my gifts are, well, I, they talk about spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. Servant, uh, uh, servanthood is one of them. Yep. And uh, another one's the gift to gab, but no. Mm. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, really? Yeah, really. Oh, oh, oh that's interesting. Uh, is uh, a discernment, mm-hmm. and yep. and uh, so so anyway, so so it is better for me. Like like when we started this men's breakfast, we we ended up. I, I bought a toaster, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm gonna buy this toaster because I'm gonna build a ministry around toaster. And around I invested two hundred hours, so it wasn't gonna sit right. off to the side. Yeah. So so I make them breakfast then i well first of all we set up the tables we mm-hmm. make them breakfast yep. we we provide coffee we we make everything it's like for five bucks it's the best five bucks oh, you'll spend in nice. sarasota and uh and but it's serving them so that they go wait a minute there's someone that got up early this morning and yes. then there's guys that have a servant gift that mm-hmm. show up and say well we want to be part of that right we want to yeah. help and so uh so i look at that as this is how I'm going to serve you. Yes. Because it's like, I really don't have to. Yeah, I know. Oh, I had that the other day. I had a great example of this. I'm, I'm Okay. I'm really glad that we had this be servant of all because I was thinking about this. You know, I'm glad that we postponed the podcast. We were supposed to record it yesterday, but I actually had something come up that I was able to, you know, do where I could help somebody. And I think it perfectly tied into this. And I was literally thinking to myself, boy, I hope that this story ties into the topic because it'd be really awkward if it was like you know how me, to read the proverbs or let something. me <laughs> cram this in yeah, this little let me let me kick this square peg and put it yes, in the round hole that was exactly what i thought was going to happen but the fact that today is about being a servant is just a god thing so um i have a friend from the gym and he needed help moving and you know how it is when somebody asks to move you're like oh look what time it is that's crazy i I think i gotta go uh, i have a doctor's appointment at the the, the dead the dentist yes uh where i have to bring my dog okay i'll leave and then you always concoct some sort of story in your head where you think well i don't really want to so i'm gonna just you know i have errands to run but i was like no you're a christian you live to serve people and you always say i'm happy to help so i'm gonna get off my butt here and I'm going to actually make a, you know, a concerted effort to try to help this guy. So I was like, fine. Yes. What time do you need me? Perfect. I have a haircut after that. I'm completely open. So I go over to his place 
And, you know, it's just a couple of boxes. We load up his car. We load up my car. We go a couple minutes down the road. And then his mom's there. And I get introduced to his mom. And she has, you know, cross earrings. And he's like, this is, mom, this is one of my really good friends. And I was like, what do you mean by that? Mm. (laughs) I don't know about that. And uh, she's like, oh, that's cool. And I said, I noticed your cross earrings. I'm a Christian. Oh, great. And then my friend that I helped move, he's like, why don't you tell my mom about the time you went to Israel? And she looks at me. She goes, what? You went to Israel? I was like, oh, yeah. Let me tell you all about it. She was, oh, that's so cool. I'm so glad that you went because uh, the guy that I helped move, he has that birthright where at any point in his life before he turns, I think, 35 or something like that, he gets a free trip to Israel. I don't know if you knew about that. Okay, story time. Jewish people that live, you know, abroad, if they're at least half Jewish, so their mother was Jewish, then they have what's called a birthright to go back to Israel and spend some time there, to go home, per se. And so my friend here, he had that, and he's he's going to take advantage of that soon, but it's, you know, a little hard to do that now that they've declared war. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> you know, that tends to get so in the way of traveling. coming in. Right, but I was explaining Incoming. it <laughs> But I had this oppor- opportunity to share my testimony and share this mission trip opportunity that I had, and they were just overjoyed to hear it. And so I was like, wow, I'm actually very glad that I went because not only did I get to serve my friend, but I got to be a little light for this person yeah. in their day, and, you and got it to, was worth it. And you got to tell a story. Yeah, absolutely. Got I got to talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I love doing. Oh, about me? Okay, yes, I have plenty mm. of time. I can help you. I can help you move. Oh, oh, you want to hear my story? You know what? My schedule just opened up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and and so I I think that um, I mean we we live in a society where we all want to be in valued mm-hmm. or feel important. Yeah. And so, um, but Jesus says this you want to be the servant of all if you want to be a servant i mean if you want to be great in the kingdom of god be a servant of all it's not complicated right so so let's put that into practical reasons for someone out there that says Mm -hmm. i how do i start doing that right what's what's certainly a practical well i mean you could always serve at a church whether it be in youth ministry or if you want to Serve on the parking team, or if you want to serve on the greeting team, that's a pretty straightforward, easy, easy one. It's not creepy. Like right. if you go up to the elementary school and say, yes. "I'd like to serve the children here at the school," you'd yeah, be they're like, like, "Thank God, thank come God. here." <laughs> no, no, they'd be like, "Get out of here, you pervert." <laughs> well, at Bayside, once they no, vet no, no, you, no, 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 I'm saying like at a school, like oh, a, yeah. the, the public school, <laughs> oh. I'm knocking on the door. Hey, hi, I'd like to serve the children. <laughs> yeah. What? No. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. But if down you, the road, yes. If you pull up to a church and say, "I'd like to serve the children," they'd say, "By all means, yeah. come here. We're we'll, going to do a background check." Yes, yeah. we'll, we'll do a background check. Then you can come here. Yeah. You know they, they or, or they need. have ministries that go to the schools. Yes. Oh yeah, we have lots of outreach ministries yeah. as well. So you don't have to just serve at a physical church. There's tons of other locations where you can help people out. Okay. So what if you say, um, and the church doesn't? They, you know, they got twelve thousand people. Right. Yeah. They don't need me. Which is mm. not true. They do need you, mm. uh, but like feeding the hungry. And, mm-hmm. I mean, does does God really see that? Mm-hmm. I mean, how? Well, He's everywhere, so He kind of sees everything. But that's the that is the whole 
thing when you hear, you know, work when nobody's looking because then you will actually find your true reward. It is not that everything that I have to do has to be recognized by somebody, but there is somebody that is supernatural that sees everything that you do that will honor and reward what you do. So it's, so let's, we'll go back a couple of weeks and go to, mm-hmm. um, obe- uh, complete obedience. Yeah. So if, if God tells me, um, and it's part of this car wash, there's, there's, yeah. there's people that work there and it's, they don't make much money. I mean, that's sure. just, there's the working poor in mm-hmm. our country. Sure. We have a whole society. Yeah. So I'm, I'm talking to the up and out now, mm. you know, people that, you know what the up and out are, right? Sure. Yeah. What is it? You. what's the up and out those who are retired no what you're wrong what see up and out is people that have money or or have success Uh but they don't they still don't know christ Mm. so the up and out need jesus okay just like the down and out yeah you think the down and out but the up Uh, and out they're like out of the kingdom and so just because someone is a christian doesn't mean they're rich just Mm. because someone's rich doesn't mean they're a christian right yeah, they're successful in a secular right. way. God blesses work. God yeah. blesses hard work. Oh, yeah. My, my uh, father-in-law, uh, before he became a believer, has always had money, mm-hmm. but he's always lived under biblical principles. Right, yeah. And he had a regular job, but he, I mean, he lived biblical mm. principles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then once he became a Christian, I mean, he followed them even more and started mm-hmm. giving and then, you know, there you go. off to the races. Where was I going with this? I don't know. The up and out? <laughs> the people who are successful that are not in the kingdom so, of God? So what I'm saying is there's people that are in a position, and if God, God's called you, and he's calling me right now, mm-hmm. which is it's, it's a lot more difficult than just saying it. Like sure, when yeah. you're poor, you're like, you got money. You should serve. Yes. But you, you're talking about uh, paying people a decent wage. Mm-hmm. You're talking about paying, you know, and it's like, oh, I got to give away my money. Right. And that's really difficult that's hard because you're like most people that own a business i mean they're it's a thin line it's yeah, i mean there's sure. a lot of people that own business that mm-hmm. make less than some of their employees wow really oh yeah man i didn't know that my my uh my general manager makes more than i do sure yeah i mean but he also works 50 hours a week and that, i work yeah. like four <laughs> four hours a week nice uh such a hard job chris but there's but the, but the the issue is that it goes back to obedience is mm-hmm. god how do you want me to serve you oh right. i want you to recognize the people that i've put in front of you yes. today yeah and what does that mean well that means you know, maybe, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't even want to say it because I, I don't want to be, you know, someone calling up and saying, like, mm. well, yeah, I, I heard you pay your guys, you know. Oh, right. Well, right. I mean, you know, serving doesn't necessarily have to be something that was scheduled Monetarily. and planned. Or, yeah, or, and it doesn't have to be because a lot of the times, some of the times that I serve others are very spontaneous. Things that just happen in my day-to-day life. Just because I I walk a called life where I am called to be set above and so random acts of kindness which are they're not really random you know right. in the eyes of in god the, they're right, right, ordained god. acts of kindness because I'll, I'll always ask you know every morning god use me whatever that looks like and so for sometimes it was you know like after a hurricane i i was at a starbucks and there were these people that had just come in they were sitting next to me and i kind of 
heard their story about what was going on and they explained that they had just lost basically everything and they had what they had there and you know their house was flooded their vehicles were flooded and you know I was able just to bless them a little bit you know we prayed for them and it was an amazing opportunity and I remember in my head thinking you know well should I do this should I do this and then I I heard the voice of God in my head just go well am I going to say no (laughs) because with any good thing that you do for somebody very rarely will God say no 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 don't do that because if you're going to serve somebody if you're going to do something good there's not really a downside. Okay, so do I have to have the right motive in my heart? Or can I just go, okay, God, I know you're doing this to me. I'm not really right. happy about it. <laughs> that was kind of how I was. I was like, this is all I have. So is that legal? Yeah, you can. You can because God works through you. It's not you that is doing it. It is God working through you. Yes, your body is moving. Yes, you yeah, are. I, and I don't think action. anybody wakes up and goes, oh, hey, I want to sacrifice today. Right. You know, and let's see how much God can push on me. Right. Because it's, it's not the natural human inclination to sacrifice everything. It's, you know, that is being Christ-like. The whole point of Jesus Christ was sacrifice. And so if we want to emulate him, you say, God worked through me because left to my own devices, I will not be able to serve well. Right. Because I don't right. want to do this. But at after it's all over mm-hmm. is when you're going, oh. Yes. Shit. I shouldn't <laughs> have done that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was worth it. So uh-huh. I have a story during the hurricane. So during uh-huh. the hurricane, it was like crazy down oh, here. Yeah. Uh, and especially south of us. So mm-hmm. we lived right by uh, Home Depot, and I was up there getting an extra plug because... We our electricity was out for like twenty four hours. Right. You know, oh, maybe wow. that. I was like, like, thank you, Jesus. But sure. Um, so I was up there, and there was these people trying to fit a generator in the back of a Lincoln. Oh boy! And because they were selling them out, and they're like, Northport's uh-huh. doesn't have any electricity. They're not getting electricity. Yeah. He goes, the problem that so I I saw this guy go. You need some help on it mm-hmm. in your car. I thought that was my helping. Right. <laughs> And uh, he goes, yeah. He goes, so we're talking. And I said, uh, well, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. it comes up that now he's got to find a gas station. And oh, geez. there was no gas stations right. open anywhere, mm-hmm. including here. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. nobody had gas. There's no gas. And I've got 10 gallons at my house. <laughs> got my electricity. Yeah. Got two full tanks of gas. Uh-huh. And I've got... Uh, Oh, my wife's like a kook, man. We got oh, a yeah. lot of gas. A lot of extra stuff just in case the apocalypse happens. She's prepared. Yes. Uh, but uh, so I said, hey, I got gas. Oh, no, it was even a gas can. He didn't even have a gas can. I got oh, geez. I got, I got two gas cans. No, I, I, said, I only had two gas cans, I think. So uh-huh. anyway, I said, I got two gas cans. I go, let me go get you one. And it was full okay. of gas. And I, he goes, you sure? And I drive. Yeah. home like 30 seconds drive back oh, okay yes put the gas in it yeah. and he's like do you want anything and i'm like ah, don't no. worry about it yeah. and so i come home and joyce goes you did what <laughs> what did you do now we gas? only had now we only have one <laughs> yeah so we it was, it was only two that. it was only two five gallon thing. i was okay. embellishing five right gallons. Yeah, I see. So, I see. but i give her but i give him half our gas away <laughs> well good well in the middle of that you're like do I really want to give my gas this away? This is my stuff that I need, yeah. right? It's almost like the the, the oil, the, the virgins with the lamps yep. of oil. Yes. Uh, Pastor Randy talked about that this week, too. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. You know, it's like, I don't want to give you my, I don't want to give you my oil. Mm-hmm. No, go get this your own. This is a little own. bit different. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
But now, you know, now I'm like, right. Yeah. I was pretty awesome at the time. I was like, look at me. I'm pretty sure I don't want to do this. Yeah. And my wife was pretty sure that I <laughs> shouldn't have done shouldn't that. Shouldn't have done that. So it's things like that, mm-hmm. little acts of kindness or serving yeah. or, uh, again, you know, I was uh, watching the news yesterday. There's one program I watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, on Fox, you know, because okay. I'm an American. Right. Um, <laughs> As you should. <laughs> and um, the one gal just announced that she's pregnant. And mm-hmm. so the question was, when you ride the subway into work, mm-hmm. do people get up to give you a seat? You're like right. five or six months pregnant. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, it's really weird because people look at you and they're, first of all, they can't say, are you pregnant? I guarantee you I've done yeah. that. Have you ever done that? I will not do that. I have done it. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, you're having a baby. And I'm like, no. Really? No. Oh, that's so just, mar- just, That is what I'm afraid I'm of. i <laughs> Oh, like, God, have mercy. I love you. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> do you want my goes, seat? And people don't know to get up because now you're being a sexist. Now you're right. Being, and someone else will go, oh, I'll sit down there. No. And then you yeah. got to get in a fight. Right. So it paralyzes people. Mm. But the right thing to do is the right thing to do. Yes. Do it's, the next right thing. Yeah. There's the there's this like, what is it, philosophical concept called Occam's razor. And it's whatever the simplest solution or whatever the most obvious answer is, is it tends to be the correct answer. So like. People will say, you know, all this crazy talk about aliens and UFOs and stuff. People will be like, well, there was an alien and I heard it go in, by. In Miami? Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. That was like awesome. Oh, yeah. Hey, you never know. But it's Occam's Razor would say more than likely than an interdimensional or interplanetary alien race that flew across the stars to come here and go, Ooh, it's probably an airplane or a balloon. The simplest answer is probably the correct one. Probably. So with morality and with, you know, the right thing to do, like in my situation, when I I heard God say, well, am I going to say no to this, this good thing that you want to do, whatever tends to be the nice answer, whatever first comes to mind, it's like, yeah, you should do that as opposed to, well, I don't want to get into a social argument with this woman because maybe she doesn't identify as a a a female or maybe she isn't actually pregnant. Don't get caught up in that. Right. Just be like. Do you want my seat? Do you want my seat? And that took two seconds. And, right. then, oh, and then you've done a nice thing. Yeah. Um, so explain to me this this whole foot washing. I mean, that seems a little creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's in our society. Yes. Why was this put in the Bible yeah. as like something awesome to do? Because I'm not yeah, sure, sure that I'm not going to say that I'm not going to do it. Because right. tomorrow someone will say, hey, we're going to have a foot washing service and we want you to wash the feet. Yeah. And I'll be like, <sighs> Fine. Yeah, well... What does that mean? What is that all about? Well, in this culture, we don't necessarily have a a feet-washing tradition here. But if you want to look at the context of, you know, Eastern countries and, you know, just Eastern society, a lot of the times, especially back then, people walked around with sandals. And the bottom of the feet were considered the most unclean because they were constantly in contact with the ground. And so... And and things that fall out of animals. Yeah, dung, poop, whatever you want to call it, horse crap dust dirt mud it's gross and everybody recognizes that you avoid the feet because you want to remain you know clean and you want to remain stately and noble i'm not going to wash your feet that is disgusting but like jesus said if you want to be the first you have to be a servant of all so you have to get down like you say basement christian i love that term where you're you're down you're not of them you're in the world but not of the world you are 
amongst other non-believers, but you're serving them. So the importance of this is something that is considered, you know, religiously or ceremonially unclean that is socially rejected. Jesus says, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Simple as that. And so he washes their feet. He washes all the disciples feet to say, here, I'm going to serve you. Here's an example of how to serve others. Go and do the same. Have you ever watched that movie, uh, The Jesus Revolution? I did. That's an amazing movie. It's about. I, I liked it. I oh liked yeah, it. the guy that plays uh, Jesus in The Chosen, that TV show, he is this guy that looks like Jesus because he actually plays Jesus. I bet you didn't know that. That was the same guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was the same guy that played Jesus in The Chosen. So he's this like traveling. I'll have to watch it again and pay attention. Oh yeah, you'll see it and you'll be like, oh, that's, that's the guy. The guy. Yeah, yeah. but. He's like this traveling hippie Jesus. And so at the beginning of the movie, you know, he's hitchhiking. They pick him up and, hey, man, he's got this giant cross on the back of his, you know, jacket. And it's all funny. And then a bunch of these like hippies, these Jesus hippies in this commune start going to this little, I think it's like a Baptist church. Yeah. And then there's all the, you know, the very, you know, suit and tie deacons. And, and it, it's really like that in the mid 60s. Oh, yeah. People, I mean, you wore... Your son, that's where they call it. Yeah, your Sunday, Sunday best. best. Yeah, that's right. Your nice shoes. You you want to present yourself very nicely on a Sunday. I struggled with that. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's hilarious because you go to our church, especially me, and I'll I'll dress like this. I'll have a t-shirt and jeans and yeah. some sneakers on. And it's, you know, you think back 50 years ago, if I were to wear this in a church, people would probably kick me out. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've come we've come a long come way. Come a long way. Yeah. yeah. Especially... The bigger church. Yes, absolutely. The capital yeah. C church, yeah. everybody. Anyway. So they, all these deacons and elders of the church are meeting with the pastor who's, you know, inviting all these hippies into the church. And they're like, this is ridiculous. We can't keep having this. These dirty, nasty hippies are coming in our church and with their bare feet and they're, they're making the carpet dirty and all this. And they're causing a ruckus and we can't have this anymore. And so the pastor, the, you know, they all leave. The pastor, he gets an idea. He's like, okay. And then the cuts, the very next scene is the pastor of the church washing the feet of all these hippies that are coming into the church. And so they're all standing in a line, and he's got a, a basin, he's got a rag, and he washes their feet, and he says, Happy Sunday, and then they come in. And it was an amazing way to, to kind of prove a point and serve others. And he was saying, Hey, I am the pastor, I am the leader of this church, but I'm going to be a servant of all, and I'm showing you, hey, we're a church. We're not, you know, a closed off commune where we have a, a gated access. This is a church. We're supposed to invite everybody in. That is what being a servant of all is, is showing everybody the light of Christ through actions and through words and through serving them so that they go, hey, these Christians are different people. They actually love us. What do they have to say? And so he, he set this perfect example of what Jesus did. And I think that's, I mean, maybe we don't have to literally do that, wash people's feet, like right, you were saying, right. but hey, if the opportunity arises for a feet washing worship Wednesday, sign me up. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I think, <laughs> where is the time flown? I think I mm -hmm. gotta go. I, 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 I gotta, gotta leave. I gotta go. And, and again, that struggles you. It's like, and mm -hmm. you might be uh, thinking, you know, I feel like God's, telling me to go on a mission trip or right. I think God's calling me to yeah. go down into the, the city sure, or, and, and just help serve food to mm. the, and it's like, 
Well, isn't that kind of like, I don't even know what the right word is. <laughs> weird? But, weird. But, <laughs> but it's like, like okay, I'm going to do this. Like God's going to reward me. Mm-hmm. How about this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he actually will, believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> and, That's the whole point. Then people are like, oh, is it in cash or is it in, it, it could be. Could I don't be. know. You never know. God, God can do whatever he wants. God works in weird and wonderful ways. Yeah. And it's, it's like uh, people will say, and people say, uh, I just don't know what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And then you, you say, uh, the question is, well, has he told you to do anything before? And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. He kind of told me that I should go work at the city mission and right. and hand out food every Thursday for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I and I haven't done that. Well, here, no. how about this? Do what he tells you to do. Yes, and then he'll give you the next yeah. instructions. Yeah, because we're we're like, well, I want to get there. I want to skip to step but I five. I really don't want to do this whole feet washing thing. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm so worried. <laughs> That's I'm so worried right now <laughs> because definitely I'm now. telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, this is a fact. Yes, that everything that we've gone through, mm-hmm. I have been struggling with. For the last three weeks. Oh, for sure. It yeah. is, it is, is, I'm trying to be humble. With what you're doing, I, yes. Which, you know, I, uh-huh. I'm not that good at. Right. I'm trying to be holy. <laughs> I'm not that good at. And uh, God's like, you know, be above reproach. Be mm. above reproach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't keep doing this. I can't. I, uh, wait a minute. This is explode. costing me money. Oh, yes. well, I thought you said you want to serve the working poor. You know, and so I mean, what you and said, here's yeah. the funny thing. The devil will, has been throwing every single one of these in my face mm-hmm. since we opened up this car wash. Oh, for I real? I swear to you. <laughs> I swear to you. He does so, that. So the other day, uh, I'm probably switching gears a little bit. Mm, As you funny. notice, I'm going up to Cleveland this oh, week. Oh, hello. So yep. we'll have to change our date. Sorry. Yeah, this is what I'm telling you. <laughs> this is how You're telling we, me on the podcast <laughs> this now? Is, this is how we This work. is definitely how this works. This is how it works. Yeah. But I'm going to go meet my grandson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a grandson on the third. Cool. And so we're going to go up. It's going to be like not over 20 degrees the whole week we're there. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. gosh. Uh, anyway, his name. Did I tell you what his name was? No, was it Chris Meekins the third or something? No, no. Should be. <laughs> you would think. You'd think, right? You would think. It's like George Foreman. All his kids are named George Foreman. For real? Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's anyway, nice. his name's Maverick John Meekins. Whoa. So they went with Maverick. Maverick John Meekins. That's a cool name. Maverick is a very cool name. Yeah. So so he'll have a a, a reputation just yeah. walking in the room, man. Hey, I feel like this next generation, I hear a lot of like Mavericks or just crazy superhero names. I yeah. feel like this next generation is going to be a generation of kids that have superpowers or something. Yeah. Maverick, Invincible, or something like that. So that's why I have the Browns shirt on because the Browns, yes. I, I'm from Cleveland, yes. and the Browns are in the playoffs. Top so wild card. They're top wild card, and I only get to wear this yeah, once right. every, oh, wait a minute, it's been 20 20- Two years now? Yeah, it's you get to finally show your Browns pride. We've made it. We've made it. We finally made it. I might wear it on an airplane. So that's why the shirt. Okay, there you go. That's why I'm going to Cleveland. Nice. But uh part of the part of what's going on here with this stuff is like being a servant of all. Mm-hmm. It's it's just to do it because we 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 live in a world that's don't we have people that do that? Right. Especially down here, like mm-hmm. lawn care. Yeah. Don't we already have people? Don't we have for people? That? Yeah. 
And the church, don't we have people to work in the nursery? Mm-hmm. And like in the nursing home, don't we have people that serve us over here? Right. And restaurants down here, we have servants here. Yeah. You would think right. they would understand that I give 5% of my Come total in. bill. Come on. Do people tip you well? Yeah, people tip me well. Do there people that don't tip well? Yeah. For legal reasons, I cannot disclose. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. So yeah, there's always that mindset of, you know, well, this is other. This happens to other people. Well, other people do this, and it's for your own life. You know, with other people, you are the somebody else. Like yeah. people always say, well, every other people get into car accidents, or other people have terrible things happen to them, and it's like, well, sometimes you are the other people. Well, sometimes, well, people serve in the church. Well, sometimes, you know, people. There are people that are in the parking team that's already taken care of. You know, and then that guy's always there for the last right forty five years. But in for that guy, he is you know the somebody else, and somebody has to step up to the plate. Like with your car wash, with you know, with my job, there's always like a well, you know, somebody will do it. It's like well, if nobody steps up to the plate, somebody has to do it, and you are the somebody. You somebody's got to do gotta it. It's got to be me. It's got to be you. The other day, I was walking around picking up you know, trash on the floor on the, yeah. out in the grounds. And I'm like, should I be doing this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should yeah, be doing this. You should. Why not? Exactly. Why not you? Somebody's got to do it. Why not uh, you? So when they were laughing at me and pointing, no. <laughs> so, so as you struggle with these things and you're like, okay, God, did you really ask me to serve or go to Israel mm-hmm. or be a pastor or or just go down to the nursing home and maybe read a story to, or yeah. whatever. There's there's a conflict mm. comes up, mm-hmm. and 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 you have to push through that to get to the other side. Right. And and so when you're pushing through that, you're like, okay, now that I'm in it, and it's like a lot harder. Right. Then I'm like, okay, God, is it legal for me to ask you to help me <laughs> now that I stepped into this? Yeah. And so. That's where being a follower of, of God, a mm-hmm. follower of Jesus, uh, the, uh, you're in your Bible, mm. you have a foundation. Yeah. This is what these things are. They're like sure. a foundation. Absolutely. And so as, like I've been a Christian for 68.7, today's my birthday, mm-hmm. so I figured this out. Yeah. I've been a Christian for 68.7% of my life. Wow. Yeah, that's what old people do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just pull up my calculator for an hour and tally how many years I've been a believer. (laughs) Got nothing else to do today. How do I get to percentages? (laughs) Now you know why I need to. That's hilarious. My business. (laughs) You really got nothing else going on. Yeah, you do need a job, Chris. You really are. Just biding uh, your time. I'm so funny. <laughs> I make myself laugh. Uh, but yesterday I was struggling. I woke up mm-hmm. middle of the night struggling with something. And and this the devil gets you to doubt. Mm-hmm. Should I really serve? Should right. I really yeah. should I really like be above reproach? Should Do I, I really this stuff? get out of debt? Everybody's in debt that I know and mm. debt is a healthy thing and you can write it off your taxes. Right. That is not good. Mm. Uh, should I depend? on God who I need to depend on me mm. uh, but I um, and so like we're not the weather here in Florida has been horrible and so we're just we're not even I mean we're yeah. money's like right running out the door yes 
And it's you knew it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. you just didn't think it was going to happen right. to me. Right, not to me. God's blessed me. Right, this happens I'm, to other people. I'm favored by God. Right. And uh, Joyce came out and she said, "Let me just say this." <laughs> and I wrote it down because I it I, it's, was just life changing for the yeah. last twenty four <laughs> twenty four hours. <laughs> right, this changed my life. Changed my life. It's been twenty four hours for now. today. But uh, God is for you. He's just not going to do it for you. Mm. And so we always think, well, God, you said that you're for me. Why is this not happening? Well, because you need to maybe go knock on some doors to get a job. Yeah. Maybe you need to like quit buying $14 coffees at, right. at, at, at Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks to to say, I want to go out to lunch. Oh, I can't afford this and that. Mm-hmm. I can afford this right. and that, but I can't afford that and that. And so it's making decisions and doing, I don't want to say your part. Right. Because the Bible, uh, one, of the, one of the verses that um, kind of, just so that uh, it's uh, Psalms 56, 9. Mm. It says, then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this, I know that God is for me. And, mm. and it's throughout the Bible, God is for you. He's not against you. Sure. And, um, you know, there's also that verse that says, uh, he who does not work does not eat. And yes. Thessalonians, which I yeah. love that. That's good. But the truth is, it's a biblical concept. It's yeah. part of, God gave us a job in the garden. Sure. Yeah. There was, there was work to be done in paradise. Right. So if we think that we're just going to be like, I'm going to be Chris Meekins. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to work out because sit around. I'm God's favored. Right. Yeah, God does. He does favor you. Correct. But he also says, yeah, go get a job. Yeah, he tells you to go do things. Yeah. Do things for him because they're delightful and wonderful to right. do. And, and if you want to be a servant, mm-hmm. if you want to be a baller, Hey, Jesus. baller for Jesus. If you want to be, okay, we'll say this for the people that have a hard time saying that. <laughs> right. If you want to be great in the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. be a servant. It's what it says. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. It's pretty straightforward. And so um, I'm done. I, I got nothing. Left. I got I'm nothing. Down. That was good. That was a good little rant there at the end. Are you going to sing happy birthday to me? Um, you know, no, <laughs> no. But it is your birthday. It is my birthday today. Everybody keeps on calling me and yeah, asking getting, me. I'm, I'm uh, seeing you got text. I, I got text. Uh, you're so important. Some of the high school kids are because I was. We used to both volunteer. Yep. That's how we met in the high school group. Mm-hmm. And I felt stupid going to the high school group. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there like I'm 66 years old, right. and I'm hanging out with 16, 17. I mean, I'm like, okay, is this like creepy? Is yeah, this, right. is, this, is this? And like, no, they're actually they want yeah, adult. Yeah, they want you to be there male figures yes. to say, oh, wait a minute, you can be old and love the Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's all you need to do. Is you you need to cool. be just a person in the room that represents your generation. It's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm still interested in making sure you mm-hmm. understand, and I'm going to build into people's lives. Yes. Yeah. You are, the I think, the, the great you know hope that, oh, you know, <laughs> you could still be cool at that age. You can still have it you know this will be hip well i'm i'm pretty cool to christian kids i don't know about the, <laughs> about the rest of the, <laughs> the, rest world. Of the world in my small circle i'm pretty now, cool. i could be the most immature 67 year old you know which is good i think yeah. when you have the balance of 67 and immature you end up like me 
Which is why I think this podcast work. Yeah. There you go. Because you're the most immature 20. <laughs> Correct. I'm also wildly immature for my age. But here's the funny thing. You're really wise, too. I mean, you're a smart ass. I mean, you're a smart. I am a smart ass. <laughs> I am a smart ass. You're, you're a smart guy, mm-hmm. and, and you understand scriptures far better than I've ever understood them over the years. And so uh, that's what. That's what being a servant. Servant is like, okay, let me find somebody that I can build into their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a Christian. Sure. Doesn't have to be a, a, it just has to be someone that you're like, you know what? I have a heart for that person. Mm. Yeah. And I want to, I want to do, I want to, I want to be a servant. I want to be great in the kingdom of God. Yeah. I want to do life with this person because yeah. they need it. Lord knows they need it. I need it. It helps. It helps to help others. Yeah. It helps you. When you help other yeah. people. It helps you a lot more than it helps them. Especially on mission trips. Yes. Yes. You learn a lot. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for watching. Like. Like. Subscribe. Subscribe. We'll see you Tell your friends. next week when we talk about loving well. Love well. Ooh. Yeah. This will, be, that's, this will be a tricky one. Yeah, especially the people that are in your own. In your own family, in your own circle, oh, yeah. all those people. You're like, I know you, I, you, <laughs> you don't deserve this love. I can already see that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> save yeah. it for next week, Chris. <laughs> see you later. See you next week.